Welcome to the San Diego County Bar Association's Meet and Confer, a podcast for the San Diego legal community. I'm Renee Stackhouse, a solo focusing on plaintiff's personal injury and military defense. And I'm Renee's co-host, Adriana Linares. I'm the Technology and Practice Management Advisor for the San Diego County Bar Association. If you're a member listening, don't forget to make an appointment with me if you have any questions about technology or practice management. You can always go to stcba.org forward slash tech appointment to do that. And she is our best member benefit. Please take advantage of her. Plus, she's really cool to talk to. So today we have with us Dennis Temko, an SDCBA member a lawyer, and the creator of Hypersight. Thank you for being here today, Dennis. Thank you. It's really my pleasure to be here. And anytime I can talk to, talk to people about my company is a good day. I enjoy talking a, about it. It's always fun to hear a lawyer talking about their company that isn't their law firm, which is one of the reasons we invited you on because you're a, a full-time practicing lawyer. Is that right, Dennis? Yeah, full-time uh, appeals and writs and trial consulting and this is my, if my life wasn't complicated enough, I have this other t- totally different career, essentially. So talk to us a little bit about what, what is Hypersight? So Hypersight, really the genesis for Hypersight came from my own practice of law. I realized that mm-hmm. uh, the practice of law hadn't changed in, you know, since England, since the <laughs> common law days, we haven't... Uh, we have electronic filing, but other than that, I mean, we're still citing cases, statutes, the evidence, and yes, we may have PDFs now, but um, really it's not that much different than it was for the last couple hundred years. And so it really grew organically of what I thought the future was in the practice of law. And I thought that the future was, is, um, you know, basically adding hyperlinks to attorneys' legal documents. So instead of the judge having to, you know, consult some other document for your, you know, your evidence, your lodgments, your exhibits, how much easier would it be if they could just click on a hyperlink, your citation would be a hyperlink and take them right to that other PDF and to the page that you cite. So, you know, exhibit page 53, heck, let's just click a link and go to exhibit page 53. Easy as that. Sounds so reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I'm so kind of surprised. You know, I talk to people and it's like, you know, you think this would exist and it, it really doesn't, especially in, you know, what we've been able to accomplish, which is that it's automated, that an attorney oh. can uh, do it with very little input and the, the software is intelligent enough that it kind of takes it out of the attorney's hands and does it for them. So that's amazing. There's no human being doing all this work. It's all AI. Yes, essentially. And so there is, you know, we have two, two systems right now, one designed for California and one for Arizona. They accomplish the same result, but the way they accomplish that result is a little bit different. For our California system, requires a little bit of attorney input, and the Arizona system is practically no input by the attorney. California, always making it more complicated. <laughs> Believe me, in this, if you're in this... Uh, doing this as long as I have, you'd understand that that really is true. California, it's a, definitely everything's a little bit more complicated here. So is it an add-in for Word that, tell us how no, it actually works. Yeah, so that's the beauty of it is that it's actually not an add-in mm. for Word. Is um, 
it's it operates only basically in the realm of PDF. Oh, oh. And so PDF is, you know, a unified standard of document and it's not owned by anyone. It's not proprietary to just, you know, Microsoft owns Word. And right. so you have to be in their ecosystem. So when you move to PDF, you really kind of get away from that, um, that thing that Microsoft wants to control. It's its baby. It makes Microsoft most of its money. I mean, the biggest portion of its money comes from its, you know, word processing suites. So PDF definitely has its advantages. And it's also, PDF is nice because it's usually what, um, you know, writers, they have to take their documents to PDF right before filing. And so that's usually at the time they want to add links as well. So you kind of get it to that final finished product and then bang, you, you, you put in the, your links. I mean, the system puts in the links for you, basically. So what pleadings can you use it for? So right now, our California system is set up for appeals. So uh, if you have, say, an attorney has an opening brief they want to file, and the opening brief, and I don't know how much you know about appeals, but in appeals, everything we write in appeals, we have to reference the record on appeal. And the record on appeal contains transcripts, the pleadings, usually called either they're compiled into what's called an appendix or a clerk's transcript in California. And so in the opening brief, if you're the appellant, you have every sentence, any factual statement has to end with a citation that says appellate's appendix page 1,253, something like that, or transcript RT page 122. And so we are creating links to the appendices appendices and the reporter's transcript and that nature. We are going to expand to superior courts, but right now our software that's operable in California is for appeals. So appellants can use it, respondents. Uh, it can be used for motions, for actual substantive filings. Um, you can even actually use it for your oral argument notes when you attend oral argument. If you add citations to your oral argument notes, you can have, you have your computer at oral argument at the podium judge asks you a question, you know, you're going to anticipate that question. You just click the link and go to the, to the material that they're asking about. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, we think so. <laughs> so is it a plugin in Acrobat or PDF or do you upload your PDF file to your website? So I mean, walk us through how it actually yeah, works. Yeah. So I'll definitely do that. It's web-based software. So you access the software via the internet. You come to our site in California, you would come to our site and you upload whatever the, we call a parent document. So we refer to these documents as parent documents and child documents. The parent document is what you want the hyperlinks to be in. And the ch children are all the documents that you're citing to. So you come to our site and you upload your parent document. Let's just stay with the example of the opening brief. So you upload your opening brief and then you upload each of your child documents. So in a simple example, it would be your opening brief, your clerk's transcript, and your reporter's transcript, okay? And so the only input we require is that they upload the parent document, the child documents. And then here's the key, the beauty of the software is that for each um, child document you upload, you associate what we have termed a citation convention with the document. So for example, in California, if you're referring to a clerk's transcript, you usually write CT and you would a bigger, uh, you know, whole citation would be like two 
CT page 53, two being the volume, CT being the clerk's transcript, and the P period or no P period being the page number. So when the attorney or it could be even self-represented litigant comes to our software, they after they've uploaded the child document, they say, I cite to this child document using the citation convention CT. And that's all that they put in, okay? And they do that for each child document. They have a reporter's transcript. I cite to that as RT. They don't tell us the volume numbers. They don't tell us their page numbers or commas or anything like that. The system will take care of all of that behind the scenes. So really they upload the child, tell us the citation convention for as many child documents as they have. They hit process and then the software takes it after that. Whoa. How long does Whoa. that take? In California, it's dependent upon um, the size of the child documents. If you have, you know, a couple hundred megabytes, it, it'll take longer than, you know, 10 megabytes. And that's for California. In California, it's very dependent on the size of the child documents because we are not only, the user is not only uploading their brief, they are uploading the child documents. In Arizona, however, it's much, it's even quicker. In California, it's done in like a minute or less, I would say. If you have a, you know, office internet connection, it's quicker than if you're doing it at home or, you know, off a mobile phone, perhaps. And so in Arizona, though, we are not, it's totally different there. We create uh, links, but we're creating them to Arizona Court of Appeals Division II's case management system. So the documents are already housed in Arizona's server. And so we are creating web links that, because we're integrated with the document management system in Arizona, huh. is that all the attorney needs to do in Arizona is tell us, give us their brief or whatever their filing is and tell us the case number. They don't have to do that bit with the citation convention or uploading their child documents because Arizona already has them. So we're just creating links that go to the Arizona Court of Appeal Division II server. Wow. That's amazing. I have two quick questions. Sure. Um, one is very obvious, but I'm just going to say it out loud. So it doesn't matter if you're a Mac or a PC because it's um, device and operating a system agnostic. It's actually for our California system. It does matter. Oh. Uh, but not really, actually, is that the PDF viewer that comes standard on a Mac it's called preview. Uh -huh. You won't be able to see the links on Mac preview, but if you get download reader, Adobe uh -huh. reader or like a nuance program, which are yeah. free, you'll see them on there. And that's only because we just haven't gone around to doing the programming for it to be, uh, you know, viewable on, on, uh, on preview, but on, <clears throat> but in Arizona, those are, since those are web links, there's, you'll see those on any, computer, any PDF viewer, any, any Mac preview, anything like that. There, I'll, I'll get into that real quick is that even though the result is the same, the types of links that we are building are, are very different huh. in California. We don't have, we haven't integrated with California's document management system. So we're not building links that go out on the web to California's document management server. Okay. We are building internal PDF uh -huh, uh -huh. links because PDFs have the ability to house attachments. Uh -huh. So you can take 10 PDFs, 
combine them into a single PDF. They'll still be separate documents, but they're only one PDF file. So those are internal links. Whereas in Arizona, those, those documents aren't in the file that you're actually filing. They're already in Arizona. They're already at the court. So those are just web links versus internal PDF links. Excellent. Second question was, does it ever make a mistake or does it let you know that it's errored out? So that's a great question. In Arizona, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> on the simple side of things, where California yeah. is not involved. Yeah. In Arizona, <laughs> our system will actually, because in Arizona, we already know what the documents are because there is metadata essentially associated with those documents that the clerks of the court have already inputted. So we know everything that is in their system. Whereas in California, the reason why attorneys have to tell us their citation convention, because we don't know what it is. We don't know that it's that they're, those are exhibits or that they're reporter's transcript or there's an appendix. So the question was, let's repeat the question again. I forgot. Just does it, does it make a mistake and does it let you know? So, oh it yeah. Does? So in Arizona, <laughs> it will, it will let you know if your citation is incorrect. Because it doesn't match. It doesn't find a because, match in yeah, the system. Because we can't find a match in the system or we have a, two really errors that we can throw in Arizona. A, your site is essentially, you made a mistake and we can't find it in their entire document management system. And the other error that we throw is, hey, we found two documents that you could be referring to. Please pick the one that you intend. Huh. And I'll give you an example. In Arizona, there'll be a transcript, right? But there's an AM session and a PM session. And both transcripts are from the same day. So the attorney mm. will cite October 8th, 2020 as the transcript. But hey, we know already that two of those could potentially be what you're citing to. It could mm. be one or the other. So it gives the user the option to pick. And it will say in there AM versus PM. Amazing. And they get to pick. Whereas in California, since we don't know the entire world of documents that exist, there isn't tech, there isn't a, a hand, an error handling system as sophisticated as that, but it will tell you, like, for example, I've run it on my own briefs, right? Because, hey, I invented it. I might as well use it for my own stuff. <laughs> and there are times that I make mistakes and cite pages that don't exist. Okay. Like you'll put an extra digit on it or you'll, uh -huh or you'll um, forget a digit. So it will actually throw an error in the output in the PDF that you see. It will be, not create a link, but it will put a box around it. And so you'll know that, hey, it couldn't create this link and it's alerting to you. It can't, couldn't create this link because it, it just doesn't, that page number does not exist. Okay. So can you fix it once it's done and it shows oh, you? The user, the user would just go back into, they can either fix it in PDF using like a PDF editor or if it's a more substantial fix, I'll need to go back to Word and fix it in Word. Excellent. Got it. But if okay. it's a simple like digit or something like that, you just fix that in PDF. So let me make sure I understand the process. You create yeah. your document in Word, whether it's Word online, Word on the Mac, Word yeah. on the PC. Doesn't you output matter. a PDF. You upload the PDF to your cloud-based system. Yeah. And then that system puts all the hyperlinks in for you. And then it results in another PDF that you then download and upload to yeah. the EMS. So 
I see a question. I just have a question because Adriana yes. is diligently using Word, and I just want to know for all the people out there who are still using Word Perfect. Or Doesn't <laughs> matter. There are people, there are people doing it, so it's still it's still works. You're right. That into a PDF, right? As You're long right. as you can get it into a PDF, which I'm sure Word yeah. Perfect has an export function to PDF. We don't care whether it was made on Word Perfect text, whatever. As long as it's in PDF, it doesn't matter. Cool. In WordPerfect's defense, which I don't say that very often. But Are you on their payroll? Case, Are you no. on their payroll? <laughs> no, but I will say this. They have had the ability to export to PDF natively for years before uh, Word did. So it definitely does. But to tack on to that. So even if you have like a weird Google Doc, which I don't have any lawyers that use Google Docs. I really don't. I do have WordPerfect and Word yeah. on, on both sides of the operating system. OK, so you, you just have a PDF. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so getting back, I want to return to you missed one step there for California, where you said you upload your your whatever your file, whatever you want to file, or it doesn't even need to be something you file in court. It could be something transactional sure. where you want to you either want to check your own citations or opposing counsel's citations. Very cool. And so um, so you just have to for, you forgot the step where you have to in California upload your child documents. OK. And so great, great. and then so you're getting Getting to the next point is so automatically our system will cause the web browser to download the output. So in California, if you went in with 10 PDFs, you will essentially caught your browser will download a single file automatically and it will have all the PDFs now combined. So we kind of invented two things. We invented the ability to autonomously combine PDFs and also insert hyperlinks. That's pretty cool. Renee, yeah. you have another question? Well, I, I've been dying to know your, the question that you always ask, which is, how did you make this from dream to reality? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Um, a lot of hard work. I actually, um, I didn't do this myself. I'm an attorney. I'm not a programmer. Okay. So I hooked up uh, with a guy who's a very, very intelligent individual. His name is Adam. And we... Um, I actually first engaged him to do a different product, uh, something else I needed help with. And then once he did a, such a great job with that, I was like, you know what? Like, if we were to do this, like, we could make a business out of this. And like, he didn't really understand at the time, really. He kind of just took it on, you know, just my just word that this was something that people would want. And um, we've been working on it for a number of couple years. And so it's taken a while to, you know, we first came out with the California product and then we, you know, in California, they don't require hyperlinks. It's, we just came out with a rule two years ago um, that said they're encouraged, but they're not required. Mm. Whereas in Arizona, they are required. So the market is already there. It's almost like we're so early in California that we have to make the market, educate people that this mm. type of thing is possible. And whereas in Arizona, since they're already doing it by hand, they have to literally go to the courts, um, basically public facing portal and copy each like link address and insert it into Microsoft Word. That's how they wow. do it by hand. And it takes, I've done some market research. It takes people between an hour and a half to three hours to do it there. Yeah. Some people even more. And so we're really just automating and save, saving people time, what they already need to do already in Arizona. Whereas in California, 
we need to do a little bit more education and uh, saying like, hey, you know, this isn't just a benefit to courts either. This is a benefit to you because, you know, you can check your own citations, which is incredibly frustrating to do. In fact, I found out and I've, and I've talked to others that, are, that, that use the software that it really, when you have to open up a separate PDF and enter a page number a bunch of times over and over again, each time you do that is another possibility for you to lose your train of thought and lose your focus. Of course. So when you're clicking on links instead, there isn't that ability to be like, oh, what was I doing again? Like, uh, you know, I'm reading my brief for content now instead of the right. citations like I should have been doing. That happens to me all the time where I'm like, I'm checking my sites. And then all of a sudden I'm like five minutes later, it's like, oh, I've been checking the content the whole time because I just get distracted. Right. So you can focus on the on the um, the, the substantive part of the legal work versus the tedious yes. technology part. No, that's yeah. Brilliant. So you just um, go. It's seamless. Right. How did you find Adam? Was this someone you met <laughs> or did you get on Upwork and you're like, oh, no. I, need, I need a coder or was it like so a that's false, like a really good die when I tell you this story. No, I'm like, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I met him on Craigslist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. And he's like, really this guy, he's like really into artificial intelligence. He's done some stuff for department of defense and like, so you pulled up, you posted a job posting on Craigslist. Yeah. And he was the only person who responded. (laughs) That's amazing. Well, yeah, that's a very niche, niche work you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, I had like pretty specific, I mean, like I said, I posted this job though for a different project I originally had. Right. And so he was the only one and it dealt with PDFs as well, a little bit, something different than hyperlinking, but he was the only one who seemed to have an idea of how to accomplish it. And, um, you know, over time I've had to basically teach him how to practice law. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And because like, you know, he's a programmer, but you really need to understand how the practice of appellate law at least works mm. in order to make this product. And so he's been great and just like really eager to learn about just like the practice of law. And, you know, he's he's a very interesting guy. He's like got a real thirst for knowledge. Yeah, he's curious. And, um, he's really curious. I yeah. Mean, like, he tells me he's like on his free time, he likes to learn about, you know, learn different languages and stuff like that. He's just one of those type of people. Oh, super genius. Yeah, Amazing. right. Mm-hmm. And so, but the two of us together are like unstoppable. I mean, we, we think of what the other is thinking before the, the other says it and like That's cool. each other's thoughts. And I'm just like, we just know what each other are thinking. It's That's awesome. Scary. That's yeah. good so to have I a partner also, like that. Yeah. I also got a, you know, a really great friend out of it. And you know, when you say that it's nice Love to have that. a partner like that, uh, I have a story about that actually, is this is not my first startup. Hmm. Um, I, before I be- went to law school, I had a career in the film and television industry. And uh, a buddy of my sister's approached me about helping him with his startup. And uh, for it was for the film and television industry. And it failed for a number of reasons. But one of the things is, you know, eventually the the partnership broke up eventually and that was a you know learned from that a lot from that and uh one of the other things i learned from that uh startup's failure was that uh the programmer who i'm working with needs to have skin in the game equity in the company Mm. and that was you know people at the time told me you're crazy for giving you know 
your partners, you know, so much of the company. I'm like, well, there wouldn't be in a company without him. So, I mean, <laughs> like, it's like, do you want to be like, you know, make something and maybe not have as much or make nothing at all? I think it's a pretty easy choice. Right. <laughs> That's so, awesome. So speaking yeah. of making money, I have this burning question for you. Yeah. Because I went to your website and I was checking it out and it said on your website that it's a free. Yes, it is so completely how, free. How do you do that? That's amazing. Okay. So it's free because we want to gain, how does the company gain value? It's by users. Okay. Like a, a tech company like us, the value is all in the users. How many people are using it? And so, you know, we would much rather have you kind of figure out you start charging you know later when it when it's when it's all scaled up and so at this time because we are just trying to introduce people to the software and um make sure that they like it you know there's something to be said when you offer something from for free there's no barrier to entry and so somebody is more likely to take a jump take a dive into something that's new if there's no barrier to entry, like some kind of fear or whatnot. So that's the reasoning behind that. In Arizona, because it's already required and we're ramping up right now, we don't charge there. We just launched July 8th in, oh, wow. um, in Arizona and the launch is kind of a rolling thing. So we haven't even gotten everything out that we are going to get out on that. So we're not charging right now for the same reason that we want people to have a trial period, kind of like on a uh, DocuSign, you know, you go to DocuSign, you, they give you a free couple free tries before they start charging you. And so similar <laughs> principle. And uh, so, but we'll be charging in Arizona probably sooner than California. Excellent. So we have to tell everybody who's listening, use it now while it's free, make sure yeah. you get to try it out and mm -hmm. enjoy the process and the experience and save yourself hours of time. That's yeah. so great. Yeah. And I, and cannot I mean, it, wait, yeah, go ahead. I, I cannot wait to have this for a motion on summary judgment opposition. So I'm really looking forward to when you expand for superior court. Well, that's the thing I was just about, you read my mind. Uh, that was, that's what I was going to add is that if you know how the software works, then you can actually use it for superior court as well. It's all the documentation on the site, maybe for, you know, how to use it for a court of appeal because that's how we've written it. But if you understand the, the, the mechanics of it, which is the mechanics are you enter a citation convention and it goes and looks through the legal document for that convention. If you had some kind of motion where you were saying, uh, Superior Court, this is exhibit EXH period pages 53 comma 40, you know, 122 semicolon. Now we have exhibit something or whatever. Your citation convention is EXH period. So it will link that even though the court, the documentation on the site talks about court of appeal, it's not really, you know, has to be used for the court of appeal. So I could put my parent document as my MSJ oppo and I could make my child document, my exhibits. Yeah. And then I could just hyperlink to everything. Yes. By the, to the pages. Look at the excitement on Renee's face. <laughs> so the one thing we don't do, so we're linking to, we will send the, the reader to the page. We do not have the ability right now to send to like a paragraph or um, what other people reference paragraphs or section an, numbers of like a contract. An image. 
No, uh, an image. Yeah, we we no, we don't. The child documents have to be in PDF as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, but if you had your exhibits, a compendium of exhibits, you know, exhibits one through one hundred, and you just in your motion or whatever it is, you just cite EXH, or you can cite exhibit for all I care, or XYZ. We don't care as long as it's standard throughout your citations. It'll link it. That's pretty cool. So then, does the when you file online with San Diego Superior Court, do you know? Does it? accept it or does it break the link? I don't know. That's a question for, they use Odyssey, which is uh, a product made by Tyler Technologies. And I actually uh, spoke to someone at San Diego Superior Court uh, a couple weeks ago, the head of IT there. And we are actually looking into right now, whether it's compatible or not, because Odyssey, which I just found out, Odyssey has its own internal built-in PDF viewer, right? So it's a proprietary PDF viewer only to Odyssey. So we just need to check whether that would support links. But if somebody wants to try it and call a superior court and call me <laughs> and let me know, I'd be all ears, right? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and I'm sure I somebody just, will. I just haven't, uh, you know, I'm an appellate attorney. I don't file with superior courts. I don't really have, you know, I have a lot of things on my plate. I haven't, it, it's been one of the things on my list of, you know, get a friend of mine to go, pass one through and see what happens and go into court and ask the judge, Hey, do you see the links? Like what's going on? Yeah. You may have found your friend right here on this podcast. Yeah, I may have. I mean, call Dennis at hypersite.net email me. <laughs> and so, yeah, but I mean, but now that's an important, that brings up another topic though, is, Hey, it's not just useful to people who are filing either is like, let's say you have a bunch of discovery or something you need to, get through it or something that will make your life easier just because you can't file it, which we don't know at this point in San Diego Superior Court, doesn't mean you can't use it for other purposes besides filing before the court. Oh yeah. So, I'm already picturing doing my depot summaries and hyperlinking to the pages with my, I mean, it's, there's so or your much notes, stuff. your mm -hmm. notes, trial notes, or, you know, your questions for, you know, cross-examination or whatever, yes. you just add hype, you add citations and just link it. You link the grocery list for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you link it to, you have attached document of the, uh, the recipe, you know, you have yeah. your, your grocery list and you have, you know, link to a recipe link to, you know, a description of bananas. I don't know, but it's all, it's all good. You know, we don't, it's for the practice. We have it right now for the practice of the law, but you know, this also has applications in engineering, medical field. Anytime there's any field where there's a parent document that has citations to some other reference document, there's there's a need there. Yeah, that's amazing. You got California, got Arizona. Are you yeah. slowly working your way down the 50? Well, we actually, uh, we were talking to Brazil, of all places, what? for a little while. Yeah, but they got slammed by COVID. Yeah. And so... Um, that's kind of like they're busy with that right now. I made a lot of connections at this uh, conference I went to recently. And so we're just kind of just getting out there, you know, That's we're just, wonderful. we've been out, you know, for, we kind of paused the marketing. We have a site that's out there and we just did a redesign not too, too long ago. And we had what's called the MVP out there for a little bit. It's called minimally viable product. That's like, hey, it's stripped down. It's got no bells and whistles. It's, you know, you can use it. The software works, but, you know, there's not a lot of explanation or whatever. So we actually just went through a pretty, 
extensive redesign not too long ago. And uh, there's actually just a few little things that we need to, one basically thing that we need to do the California site before we start really marketing it. We haven't really marketed it at all. I just want to spell it out for our listeners because hyper and site could, you know, the way we spell things these days on the internet, it's H-Y-P-E-R-C-I-T-E dot net. So go yeah. check it out, please. That's our, that's our California. If there's anybody from Arizona listening, uh-huh. uh, that would be almost the exact same address, except for it's www.az for Arizona dot hypersite.net. So Perfect. Excellent. Each time we add a state, I think we're just you know, putting the state's uh, abbreviation before hyperSite, and that'll be that's great. The state, I guess, <laughs> and <laughs> just kind of happens. <laughs> you threw your email out really quick a few minutes ago, but just before we end, can you repeat that so that people can get a yeah, hold? Yeah, yeah. So my email address is actually just Dennis D E N N I S at hypersite.net. and uh, people can also we have like a form you could submit also on the on the website, you know, where it just sends it without having to use your own uh, email client. With questions or comments or feedback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. great. Yeah. It's really nice to, to talk to someone, you know, who has a passion, not only for the law, which it's clear that you do, but on top I of do. that, this passion project you created that, that helps so many of your peers and who knows beyond that. So thank you so much, Dennis, for talking to us. And it's so cool, Renee, we keep discovering these STCBA members that are doing these really cool things on the side and maybe more than on the side. I'm so inspired by lawyers who see inefficiencies or gaps that need to be filled and actually do something about it instead of just complain about it. It is beautiful. And legal tech is ripe for, I mean, this is a, this is an industry where automation really makes sense because the, you know, the billable hour is so high in the practice of law. I mean, time is money and it's a lot of money. So (laughs) automation really, really helps. Well, thank you, Dennis. All right. Well, thank you so much for having me. We've satisfied our meet and confer requirement. Here at the San Diego County Bar Association, our mission is to connect lawyers and support their success and fulfillment. And we hope we've done that for you today. You can stay connected with the San Diego County Bar Association by liking us and following us on Facebook at San Diego County Bar, following us on LinkedIn at San Diego County Bar Association, on Twitter and Instagram at SD County Bar. And if you have any questions or comments or think of anyone that we should interview, you can reach us at bar at sdcba.org. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Meet and Confer.